This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Saying Sorry. Yes, also in the lineup, we're talking about what is new in dating news, a woman does a divorce photo shoot, and how to make your dating profile stand out. Then we're, da- then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener trying to forgive a cheater and another listener worried about seeing her ex at graduation. But first, Angela, it's just you and I this week. What's going on? Well, it's that time of year again. It's getting warm out. Summer is pretty much here. Which means it is also the time of year where I have awkward interactions with my bikini waxer. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Girl, I thought you were going to get lasered. How many times have I tried to convince you to do this? I am just a slave to pain. No, it's just as much pain. So you can still be a slave <laughs> to pain. But it's just like le- le- less. Like it's it hurts just as much. But you only have to be hurt six times versus your whole life or however long you decide to wax well, or, or grow out your bush. I, I know. I mean, that is an option. And yet I do not do it. And I don't know why. But uh, I haven't, you know, I've been dragging my feet with the electrolysis thing. So I do the wax. I've talked before about awkward interactions I've had. I have so many awkward interactions with like everybody, like every customer service person I ever deal with. So why should it be any different when I'm naked below the waist with my vagina in a strange lady's face? Yes. Um, so this time I went and I basically got peer pressured into waxing my butthole. And how does one peer pressure i thought this happened before which she was like i remember you telling a story once where she was like a butthole and you were like i'm sorry i can't understand you and, and then she but was I, like but I'll, and then oh and you said no and i declined got it this time you did it so it doesn't hurt time, right because i've done it actually it. doesn't hurt i will say it, it doesn't hurt at all a resilient part of the body it doesn't <laughs> hurt at all um so this time so the way i got peer pressured was really that she didn't ask she well, she started. That's not peer pressuring. That's cold. She, uh, I know, she has consent issues. She started <laughs> putting the wax on, and she's like, uh, I- "I'm going to do this." And I was like, uh, <laughs> "Well, I don't usually do it, but I guess the wax is going to need to come off." Uh, yeah, that, well, that's in one way or another. Literally, when it started going through my brain, I was like, "Well, it's going to get hard in a second, and that it's just there." Um, so it doesn't hurt. So, I was like, yeah. I was like, ah, uh, I don't know. And she literally pulled out, like, basically, like, well, I'm in the neighborhood anyway. It was like, I'm already here. So <laughs> I was like, okay. And she did it. And oh, wow. like you said, it wasn't that bad. Nope, doesn't the hurt at all. The rest of it was way worse. Doesn't hurt at all. Uh, but like walking home was an interesting experience. Why? I felt a little violated, but ultimately <laughs> it was fine. I was like, you know. As humans, we are built in the way that we are for a reason. We have hair up our noses. We have hair on our buttholes. Uh, and it's, you know, to keep you, keep bad things from getting in and out. It's a protectant. Well, you don't have the protectant anymore. Congratulations. But yeah, it's it's been a while since it happened. And like, my butt is pretty good. So dare I say great. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. So maybe I'm a convert. I don't know. But I do feel like a hairless cat. Yeah, you are. You very much are. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's what's going on with me. How are you? I'm good. So before I had the baby, I talked on the episode about how I had this like irrational secret fear that Nick was going to love the baby more than me. Right. And now that I have the baby, I have realized that that can't happen and that that won't happen because it's an entirely like different type of love. Like I am obsessed with my child. I love him more than anything. And it's like fully consuming, but it's not on like a, it's not like I have to like rank the people in my life. Right. I realize it's like a different type of love. And I couldn't really comprehend that before. Cause you know, I just thought about like people I love. I mean, I guess I should have understood it. It was like, you know, the way I love my mom is different than the way I love Nick, but it really does feel like a different part of my heart. Yeah. And this is just something I just realized this week. I was like, oh, it's not that I love the baby more than Nick or Nick's ever going to love the baby more than me. It's just like a different type of love. Like the conversations he can have with me, he can't have with Rilo. And like, it's just different. It's like right. a nurturing type of love. And I just thought that that was very cool. We can like love multiple people in different ways. That is comforting to know because I think it's a very human fear to have. It's hard to admit, but I'm sure I want to be a lot number of one. people feel that way. But yeah, it's like I love both of my parents equally but differently. Yeah. So I and I it's the same thing. I sh- it's totally the same thing. I should have realized this earlier. I can't believe I didn't. So needless to say, my anxiety is now gone because I realized like, yeah, Nick, I want Nick to love his son just as much as me, just differently. Right. And, and like, does. and don't you think if Nick did like love you more, you would be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I still, although I still want to be number one, so maybe not. I don't know, but uh, it's different. So I, I it's know different. there's two number ones. I, there are two number ones, and, and if I you like, have another baby, there will be three number ones. Yeah, I guess they 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 say your heart just like opens up. You don't think it can. You're like, no, I love this child. There's no way I can love another child as much. But then you do, and I'm just now kind of learning this, which is very cool. That's all yeah. I wanted to say. It's lovely. All right, we're going to take a quick like sponsor to thank break, our and we're jumping into Squarespace. In Make it yourself. Easily create a website all by yourself. If you can think it and you can dream it, you can make it with Squarespace. If you're ready to start your new business, make it stand out, get a website. That's what Angie Pie and I did when we were a scrappy sketch show. We've told this story many times on the pod, but it's true. It's very true. It was what made people take us seriously, I think. People are always impressed by our website. We've always had a killer website. And, you know, a lot of that was, like, I got to say, my my design skills. Uh, yeah. I mean, with a little <laughs> help with, from Squarespace customer service. I know. I'm kidding. I can't design for shit. So, like, really, it was all Squarespace's amazing templates. Also, we had, like, really good pictures. We had professional photos. So, you know, it's just, like, two small things. And, like, you look you like you are legit. Right. It's true. And you can, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a podcaster. You could be in any field and a website is going to benefit you. Maybe you're an artist or an architect or a graphic designer or a furniture maker even. Maybe you want to like start a spa or do nail art. All these things. What if I want to do all the above? I mean, if you, I would service your business. I don't know exactly what I would, (laughs) if I could (laughs) afford you, but sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... You don't need to know anything about building a website. Like Laura said, they have these beautiful templates that are created by world-class designers. They have a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online so you can make a few bucks. We have our single shop where we sell t-shirts. We do. And we sold a couple recently. I know. It's very always, exciting. It's always a shocker when like we forget we even have a single shop and then all of a sudden they're like, people bought a shirt. And we're like, great. Excellent. Excellent. 
Uh, check it out, guys. Buy a shirt. And while you're building your website, if you ever get confused, there is 24-7 award-winning customer support to help you out. Check out squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. What's in the news, Angela? What have you been reading this week? So every now and then my mom will send me a potential news story. Really? So, she's a big fan of the podcast. Yep. And this one, this news story this week comes compliments of Rita Spera. Thank you, Rita. He sent me something from ECR.com, which I've never heard of, but they reported on this woman who celebrated her divorce with a fiery photo shoot. This is written by Justin Paul James. So it's a woman from California. She recently found a new lease on life following her divorce and arranged a photo shoot to celebrate that was sort of like when people get engagement photos, but it was divorce photos. I mean, this is kind of like a different take on divorce parties that people throw. Yes, exactly. Just a different way to celebrate. I got to say, I'm looking at the pictures and uh, she doesn't look bitter at all. Yeah. Just kidding. So that's the funny thing about it. So they interviewed her. Her name is Marie Lawless. And um, she... She said, there's no hard feelings. I'm happy for him. He's happy for me. Except she posted like <laughs> photos of burning their Except, photo and yeah. like smashing their wedding. It's literally close-ups of her heel cra- smashing their wedding photo. Um, she has another photo where she's holding a wine glass that says, finally divorced. Boy, bye. So um, needless to say, do you think this is a good idea? I think that this is you, – you look a little crazy. You look a little crazy. I don't think this is a good look, especially when you go to like date other people. There's all these like bitter, angry photos on the internet. And I got to say, actions speak louder than words. So you might say, like, we're on good terms. I'm not bitter. This was just a joke. Cut to the photo of your wedding photos literally in flames. It looks like you look like a pyro. I would say what would be. Perhaps the better choice is do like a sexy photo shoot that makes you look good and like maybe get new photos for your dating profile, but don't be do this. like setting shit on fire. Agree. <laughs> and holding a sign that says, I would wish you the best, but dot, 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 you already had it. That's wow. What her yeah, says. you just look a little cray. A little bit. Um, right, but I'm glad it. you've moved on and you're happy, Marie. Yeah, so happy. Congrats. <laughs> Uh, what are you reading about? So I've been reading Mashable. This is Six Ways to Make Your Dating App Profile Stand Out from the Crowd by Morgan Sung. So maybe Marie can take tips from this and just like yeah. get back out there, you know, get your dating profile up to par. So number one, ditch the blurry group photos, which this seems obvious. We've given this advice before. Like, you know, when you've got a group photo, people don't want to need to scan to look for you. You know, why are you doing that? Just just pictures of yourself is good. It seems obvious and yet people keep doing it. Yep. Number two, for a good profile photo, look for good lighting and skip the glasses. Now, I disagree with that. Oh, well, I think, you know, with sunglasses, yes, you don't have every picture of you in sunglasses. You can have one, maybe two tops pictures of you in in your sunglasses. But don't make it your main picture. No, definitely it looks not. like you're hiding half your face. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It looks like you're hiding something. So so just don't do that. And yeah, good lighting goes good way. Just ask any model. All they do is talk about like the light, <laughs> how much the lighting matters. Ask all the influencers. It's all about the lighting. Mm-hmm. Avoid the awkward cropped ex-couple photos. Yes. Then you're going to look like our friend Marie and you're going to look like bitter <laughs> and crazy that you're like chopping out some, somebody's face. I know maybe you had a lot of pictures with your ex that where you thought you looked good, but you know, have a friend take some new photos of you because 
Don't do that. It looks cray. Exactly. Number four, keep your bio interesting. So, you know, you've got a personality outside of being 6'2". So list some hobbies, right, Angela? Because that's what got you interested in Ian. It's true. He talked about loving comedy, which I really connected to, and loving food, which I really connected to. He talked about loving hiking, which I did not connect to, but at least I <laughs> I had something to banter with him about disliking. Exactly. So give people something to to talk about when they reach out to you, which leads us to number five. Be honest when you strike up conversations. So you know, don't, don't pretend you like something that you don't, you know, if you do see interest on somebody else's profile, you can ask them about their interests, but you don't need to pretend that it's also your interests if, if it's not. Yeah. So don't pretend you like, like mountain biking. If, you know, being on a bike bruises your vagina bone. Right. Cause otherwise they're going to be like, Hey, let's go mountain biking on our first date. And you're gonna be like, Oh no, my vagina bone. Exactly. Uh, number six, get your friends to look over your profile. I always think this is a great idea. Your friends know you best. They, they've seen good pictures of you. They've seen bad pictures of you. And they can be honest about, about which pictures and uh, you know what to say in your profile that, that you don't even think of. Your friends really do know you best. Yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I've saved a lot of friends' dating profiles. from Because they, they my one friend is beautiful and like half of her photos were sunglasses photos. What? Yeah. Like this list says, not a good idea. We Did she like, not read our book? We have like an entire chapter on like creating the perfect profile. We have really good advice in our book chapter. You know, th- this article has good advice too, but but I, I think we had a lot. But it's no, this is why you're single, thebook.com. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump into our mailbox, but first let's take a very quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, BioClarity. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. They work so well that Angela and I have shared them with the men in our life. And her is her man is her fiancé. Yes. Ian, whose skin has been glowing as of late. Yes, he, he's looking fresh to death, as they say. Um, Nick, like, never washes his face. <laughs> he doesn't even wash his hair. He just uses conditioner. So don't even – I was like, well, I can't. Nick, Nick also has six-packs uh, six abs and doesn't go to the gym. So he's a unicorn. Don't go by don't Nick. Don't go by Nick. But I've shared it with my brother, my little brother and I. We share skincare routines. We always talk about our favorite products. So I hooked it up and I sent him some BioClarity and he's obsessed. Yeah. Um, So as is Ian, it's because we use the essentials routine, which is for normal to dry skin. They also have a clear skin routine that is for breakout prone skin. But for us, we use the essentials and it comes with everything you need to nurture, hydrate and restore your skin. It's a three-step regimen that is packed full of detoxifying and calming nutrients, antioxidants, and a super special ingredient called Floralux, which comes from plants. So it's like natural and cool and it's actually green. So you feel like you're putting a plant on your face. This is true. We're hooking it up, guys. Get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now, our listeners will save 40% on skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website. That is an incredible deal. But you need to enter our code SINGLE at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get 40% off skincare routines plus that additional 15% off everything on their website when you use code SINGLE at checkout. We'd like to thank our sponsor, HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Angela, I love this so much. I love meal. You know, I was really thinking about this because I don't want to be wasteful anymore. 
No. And I like food prep a lot for Rilo. And like if he doesn't eat the food, it's wasteful. I was like, oh my God, I just can't deal with being wasteful. And also going to the grocery store when I'm trying to like find recipes to cook my son is a bitch. It's just a pain in the butt. I know. Do you know how often I just I have no idea where to find things. I'll look up a recipe and there's like a weird, unique ingredient and I have no idea what aisle it's in. I literally have had to Google like what aisle is whatever. Whatever weird seed. Yeah. Rice flour. (laughs) Wasn't by the regular flour. Really? I know. No. (laughs) Are you serious? Maybe it wasn't. I couldn't find it. But you know, (laughs) it would just be so much more of a time saver if I had these ingredients delivered to me. This is what I love. It's like somebody that grocery shops for you and then pre-portions it for you. They're like, hey, I know you don't even need to get like half a cup of rice flour. We've already, this is exactly half a cup. They've taken like all the annoying stuff out of cooking so you can just do the fun part. Yeah. And I love having fun. So I love HelloFresh. They have fresh, pre-measured ingredients and easy to follow six-step pictured recipe cards that are delivered to your door each week in a special insulated box. So it's insulated. The food won't go bad. Even if you're at work all day, it's great. Uh, You spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping so you can get that time back and do more of what you love. For me, that's I want more time to sit on the couch at night. And now I have that tie back. There are three plans to choose from. Classic veggie and family with the option to switch between for when your tastes may change. Enjoy fun menu features with HelloFresh's dinner to lunch, 20-minute meals, gourmet, and one-pot wonders, among many more. Very cool. If you guys want to get more time just hanging out on your couch, get HelloFresh. <laughs> Eating and <laughs> sitting no, on your I'm couch. I endorse an evening like that fully. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, 80 bucks is a lot, by the way. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ThisIsWhy80. So that's this is why, and then the number is eight zero. So that's eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash this is why eighty. And then you also gotta enter the promo code this is why eighty. So don't forget that promo code this is why eighty. HelloFresh.com slash this is why eighty. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? Well, first up, we have a listener update, which is always fun. Um, So back in March on our episode titled Recovering from Cheating, we had read an email from a listener who found a quote-unquote disturbing photo on her boyfriend's phone. You guys might remember it was a picture of a vagina, uh, just an just a vagina out and about and we gave her the advi- gave her advice and she wrote in with an update so this is what she wrote she said thank you so much for oh, yeah, we were worried about this we we're like why does your boyfriend have a vagina picture right but we were like you know talk to him maybe it's an old photo but like this is not good right it's definitely not good yeah you need to confront him uh so she said thank you so much for answering my question uh, I talked to the boy, the boyfriend about it, and just so happens, it was a blurred photo of his hand at the perfect angle for it to look like a V. Phew, gonna get my eyes checked now. Cheers. <laughs> this is my favorite update email we've ever gotten. It was a I picture agree. of his hand. You know when you're like fumbling for your phone and it accidentally takes a picture? That's what happened. And you know what? I understand it. Sometimes those blurry hand pictures, they look like vaginas. It can look like a vagina. It's true. is why I'm so glad that she listened to her advice and just asked him about it instead of like, you know, freaking out, being resentful, thinking he's like cheating on her or, you know, using some weird vagina pictures to get off. He, that, you know. It was his hand. It was his hand. It was his hand. All right. What do we got in the mailbox? Okay. Now, uh, so the theme of this week is saying sorry 
the listeners that wrote in this week, they aren't listeners that are apologizing for anything, but it does go with the theme that they are dealing with forgiveness in different ways. Okay, got it. Okay, so first up, we have an anonymous listener, and they write, I recently found out my boyfriend was talking over Instagram with a girl from California. We live in Utah. He kept asking her when she would visit. She was clearly into him, and when asked how he spent his time, he didn't mention his girlfriend, me. They even made plans to drink together when she visited. When I found out, he lied about everything. He is the nicest guy I've met, which made this discussion so much worse. I can tell he is now trying by opening communication and he even started to see a therapist, but I've always considered myself a strong, independent woman and would never forgive a cheater. I'm not sure I can forgive him and get past the cheating. Am I making a mistake by staying with him? Ooh. Um, I kind of think yes. I kind of agree. I normally always think like people can change, but I really don't like this instinct that he wasn't even mentioning you is super shady. And then the fact that you confronted him, he lied again. That's like two shady things. I'm glad that he's going to therapy, but I think he kind of needs to learn his lesson that like, you know, you're not always going to get to get a bunch of chances. And I just don't think I can trust him. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I personally would not be able to get past this, especially no. like the lying. And the fact that, yeah, the fact that he lied, I think, is what makes it truly unforgivable because clearly if this was happening, there is an issue in your relationship or with him that isn't being addressed. Like he's going to therapy, so maybe he's addressing it there privately, but it needs to be addressed with you too. There needs to be a conversation happening. Otherwise, this problem is not going to go away. Right. And you're doing everything right. You tried to talk to him about it. You're encouraging therapy. And I do think therapy would still be good for him just for the long term. Yeah. But – I don't know if this would be repairable in terms of trust. Right. That's all I got to say. Uh, what else we got? Okay. This next one is from another anonymous listener, and she is from Peru. Oh, hello. Hello. She says, about five years ago, I was with my first serious boyfriend for almost two years. I loved him so much, but then he broke up with me saying that he needed time for himself in school, only for him to then be with someone new the next day. Okay. He lied. Yeah. Uh, this left me so broken, but now, years later, I am in an amazing relationship with an amazing guy. Great. So, going back to the breakup, a year after the breakup, the three of us, me, my ex, and his new girlfriend, ended up in the same university, and we had all of the same classes in the same building. Oh, no. So, I had to see them being together for all of my years at university. Oh, God. At first, my ex was clearly avoiding looking at my face whenever I ran into them. And now we just say hey, hi very politely. Uh, Awkward, but very, I got to say, very mature. Yeah, sure. I mean, after four years, I would hope that you could at least just say hi. Um, she says, my nightmare finally ended last December when I finished all my classes. But it started again when I got an email from the administrating. Like, wait, wait, wait. They were together two years, not four. Just. But they were together two, but then they went through four years of university Oh, yes, together. yes, yes. They broke up before they even started. So she had wow. to like go through all her years of college. Got it, got it. Got I know. It. The timeline kind of bounces around. I, and now I'm with you. Um, yeah. Okay. So then what happened? So she says her nightmare finally ended last December when she finished all her classes. She says, but it started again when I got an email from the administration letting us know the date for our graduation ceremony. And I saw that I am also graduating with them. I would love it if you could give me some advice on how to handle it. 
I am also seeing his parents for the first time after the breakup. Is it rude if I don't say hello to them? I mean, you've been so mature this entire time. You haven't like fought with his girlfriend. There were no like screaming after class being like, you lied. You said you didn't want to, you know, uh, you weren't ready for a relationship. And now you dated someone like you were super mature just saying polite highs. I think you just keep going with what you're doing. And this day's about you. I know that it's super stressful to have run-ins with people, but you've been having this run-in for four years without a major flare-up. I think your graduation is going to be the exact same. Just celebrate your incredible accomplishment of graduating university with your family and your friends. And yes, I do think if you see his family, you do not need to like go up to them. I think you could give a, what I would do is kind of give like a, like a wave from like, yes. a, like, you know, five, 10 feet away being like, oh my God, hi, smile. And then like, you're so busy. Graduation's crazy. Like, oh right. God, there's hi. so many people at graduation. And then like turn, turn around and wave to someone else and like, yeah. and then run, run, run away. But like, if you see them, don't ignore them and pretend you didn't see them. Cause that's going to be so weird and even more awkward, but just like kind of be like, oh my God, hi. Ah. I totally agree. Like, don't go up to them and be like, hey, how are you? And hug them. But like, no. if you see them say, oh, hello. And like, and if keep, they come up moving. And if they come up to you, like you can say hi. Yeah. You could say hi and you could give a hug if you want and then be like, it's so great to see you. I'm so sorry. I got to run like my, you know, my, my friends are here. My family's here. But um, I'm so glad you're doing so well. And congrats to Brian or whatever his name is. Right. And I, it, what's funny. So I want to say that like at college graduations, there are so many people like what are the odds that you're going to run into them? But at both my high school and my college graduation, I did run into exes. And I will tell you in those moments, I was like, man, this is what I'm going to remember forever. This is ruining my graduation. Shit. And you know what? I really don't. It was such a small part of the day. It's yeah, not you still remember all it. But, I, I but, mean, I remember it, but it's not like my major memory of the day. My yeah. memory is like, you know, walking across the stage Aww. and like all that I accomplished and whatever. And like spending, because like your family will be there. Your friends will be there. I'm yeah. sure you're going to spend the bulk of your time with them. With them, yeah. So like... If it happens, it shouldn't be a big deal. Just be like, yuck, I hate that this is happening in this moment, but don't don't dwell on it. Like right. keep it moving, focus on your accomplishments and you exactly. won't hopefully ever have to see them again because now you won't be trapped in the same building. Just don't get a job at the same place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we hope that's helpful. If you ne- listeners want your questions answered or if you have any messages you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyoursingleshow.com. Please be concise. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is saying sorry. Yes. So we talk a lot about what to do when someone that you're dating wrongs you, but we've never really done an episode on what to do when you're the one that screws up and have to say you're sorry, uh, which can be really hard. I'm still bad at it. I, yeah, it's not easy. So how how do you say you're sorry? I would say for me, I try and make the other person feel heard and understood. Yeah, one time we, we did like couples therapy before we got married. And I suggest that to anybody. A lot of religions kind of do something similar. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they said was, you know, when the other person talks and you're having like a misunderstanding, just repeat exactly what they said. And and I was like, I remember thinking like, that's too obvious (laughs) that I'm doing that. But it works. And like, and so I'll literally. So if I'm like, you're not listening to me, then you would say. I'd be like, I know you feel like I'm not listening (laughs) to you. And that, and you probably would have said more, you know, you're not listening to me and you never. Like, you know, uh, like, you, you know, I don't know, blah, blah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Not, not do the dishes because that's, but like, um, 
you know, you you not you never listen to me, and you never make alone time for alone, us. Yeah, I'd be like, I know you think that I like just don't listen to you, and that I'm not making enough alone time, and you'll be shocked, but you'll see the other person across from you's face will like will like like just like there's a calm that comes over their face and their eyes get wide and they feel truly understood. So that's just like a tactic that um it really works and and it it's not like you're tricking the other person cuz even repeating what they said in that way helps me to actually process what they yeah. said and to like let it sink in with me. So that is like the biggest trick that are not trick, but that's the biggest advice and and thing that I will suggest for when you're saying sorry and someone's mad at you like I can't believe you did this blah 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 repeat the blah 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 <laughs> and say like I know this is what you're feeling and and like and I'm really sorry that I that I'm not doing that and I will try to do better that's actually great because yeah then it makes them feel like you're not ignoring the thing that that they're upset about yeah. it's like you feel seen and acknowledged it works every time um for me the, after the initial sorry to keep myself honest about what I've like committed to fixing about what I've done wrong. I actually like if I've had an argument with Ian, I'll make a list afterwards of the things that I want to work on. I like put it in my phone and then I try and like either on a daily or on a weekly basis, I like revisit the list and make sure that I'm like sticking to the things that I promised to fix after I oh, screwed up. Beautiful. So it's just, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes like if you have a goal and you like write it on a post-it note and put it on your mirror, people say to do that. So like, I mean, because I live with Ian, I can't be like, be nice to Ian and write it on a post-it note. So <laughs> They'll just, be like, why do you yeah. have to remind yourself to be nice to me? And I'll be like, because it's hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I put it in my phone and I look in my phone and it, it works. That's you know, really cool of you. I try. That's really nice. I I actually love that. Yeah. The stuff that I put in my phone is like um like my grocery list. Well, there's a lot of that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> um I, I need to try that. Or or I'll vent like why I'm angry at Nick. But I, I guess I should put like something to like all <laughs> Well that helps too. To vent that way, yeah. Um but yeah, I like that. Keeping yourself in check, which yeah. is what this episode's about. Uh, yeah, sometimes I just need to let my ego go aside because that's, I think, the biggest um, part of it. I'll give one other advice that I learned early on. You know, I hadn't been in like a real long-term relationship until I was with Nick and we were in a fight once. And I remember he just like stopped me at some point and said, why are you trying to win? Like, w- like, like the winning is us getting along and being happy. So like, why are you trying to win this argument? And I remember like my whole body just kind of, I felt like it like depleted out of blood and I was like, he is so right. I've always in my life like fought with my siblings or like like I need to be right or in, you know, debate. You know, I got to win this debate. And I was like, wait, why am I trying to win this argument? Like winning is us being on the same page and like being in love. Right. And and uh, and, right. That, and that was it, really eye opening for me. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, if your goal is winning, then any like good points that the other person is making, you're like, let me think of a way to shut that down. Exactly. So. Which is bad. <laughs> right. You so really open your ears a little more. <laughs> I have to like stop working on like winning, which which is still something I consciously need to, to do this long later. But put a note in your phone. I don't need to win. <laughs> I don't know. Any other last tips, Angela? Um, I mean, so according to psychology today, real quick, they say when you're apologizing, be sincere, ask for forgiveness. Don't think of an apology as winning or losing. There you go. And uh, they say something to keep in mind. What are you apologizing for? Did you cheat? Are you always picking fights with your partner? If it feels like you're constantly apologizing, ask yourself if this is the right relationship for you. 
And on that note, it's time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. So everybody has screwed up their relationship at some point. If you need proof, look at how many songs there are about apologizing. Laura is going to guess the sorry song based on the lyrics in a game that we call Changing Changing Your Your Tune. Uh, You ready, Laura? I'm ready. Okay. um, First set of lyrics. You tell me that you're sorry. Didn't think I'd turn around and say that it's too late to apologize. It's too late. It's too late to apologize. That's the one. But who the hell sings it? Timberlake about Britney Spears cheating on him. No, but close. What? Timberland. And Timberlake, right? No, it's featuring One Republic. (gasps) Oh, my God. What was the one about Timberlake? Do you have that in here? Let me see if he's on here. I don't know. He's okay, not on here. Oh my god! How did I mess that up? All right. Um, now I feel like you're making me think I have to fact check myself. No, no, no. You're probably right. Okay, what's next? Uh, okay, next is I don't know why I did the things I did. I don't know why I said the things I said. Pride's like a knife; it can cut deep inside. Words are like weapons; they wound sometimes. Um, I I need a hint. It's one of my all-time favorite singers. She sings it in a sailor hat and a thong. Okay, I was, was gonna say Doll- I was gonna say Dolly Parton, but probably not. Cher? <laughs> yes. Yay. It's if I could turn back time. If I could turn back time. Yeah. Oh, and the song I was thinking was Crimea River. Uh, okay, different apologies. Oh, but that was more like you, you Cry me a river, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Stop <laughs> apologizing. I hate you. Yeah. Um okay, <laughs> next song. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize sorry, a Ms. trillion Jackson. times. Never meant to make your mother cry. Uh, apologize a thousand times. Uh, sorry, Miss Jackson. Can you? Uh, I'm like, I know the Can song. Can you guess the name of the song? Uh, sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> yes. Wait. Uh, well, just Miss Jackson, but oh. I'll give it to you. It what? was it was Outcast. Outcast. I knew that because I love the song "Bombs Over Baghdad." <laughs> that was like my karaoke song for a while. It's like a really volatile song, but that was what I used to do at karaoke. It's fun. Um, so yeah, Outcast, Miss Jackson, a throwback. Okay. Um, next. next. Oh, baby, all I need is one more chance. Won't you please let me back in your heart? Oh, darling, I was blind to let you go. Let you go, baby. But now, since I've seen you, it is on. Now. (laughs) What's the hint? Um, it was Five Brothers. So not. It's an old song. So not Hanson. No. Those are three brothers. Two extra brothers. Um. The Jackson Five. Yes, it was the song I want you back. <laughs> oh, okay, got cool. Um, uh, what's what's next? This is the final final one. Oh okay. my god, so much pressure. This is a good one. Okay, hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand times to tell you I'm sorry for everything that I've done. But when I call, you never seem to be home. Hint. Hello from the other side. Oh, hello from <laughs> the other side. Adele. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my God. How did your interpretation and impersonation of Adele work? Because, I will never understand. Yeah, it was, well, it was just like a really good impression. Yeah. You're I think I really channeled her. <laughs> Guys, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. 
and you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisisbyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.